0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you really quick on a topic we have got quite a few requests on. And the questions I got pertain to meal timing, carbohydrate timing, fat loss, and, and kind of all in that same mix. So the title of this podcast, we're going to go with, you know, when is the best time to eat carbohydrates? Or when is the best time to eat carbohydrates for fat loss? Meal timing and everything kind of wrapped up in that same bubble and circle. Now, I put off doing this for a long time. For a couple of reasons. One, I don't want you guys to get so lost in the minutia and the micro of fat loss in eating because it gets confusing when we start focusing on the small things and not the big things. And hopefully that makes sense when I say that. It's like a guy trying to build his forearms. He's spending two hours doing forearm curls, but he won't spend 15 minutes doing farmer's walks. Or somebody wants to build their legs up and they spend an hour doing leg extension, but they won't spend 20 minutes lunging and squatting. Hopefully that makes sense, that analogy that I broke that down with. Or I don't want you guys to step over dimes to pick up pennies. Just pick up the fucking dimes already, okay? So that's why I held off on this. And I do a speech, a nutrition speech. And one of the biggest ones will ask people will say, you know, you know, I heard I, I shouldn't eat past 6 o'clock and, you know, meal timing is really important. And I always say, you know, meal timing is irrelevant for you guys. Don't worry about it. Just worry about the overall calorie intake and the macros that make up those calories. And I believe that to be still true. And it's kind of like a blanket smart ass answer because the, the meal timing for some of you guys and carbohydrate timing and things do matter, but only after we've done the bigger things. That's why it'd be like wasting $100 a month on supplements but you're buying the cheapest, shittiest food in the fucking world and you think the supplements are going to get you there. The food is what does it. The supplements are just a small percentage difference and they only supplement what you're already doing. That's the way I look at kind of carbohydrate timing and meal timing and everything kind of revolving around that circle. So if you are not, if you don't know what macros are and you're not tracking them and you never have, you can go to the germyscottfitness.com site. Or just Google Jeremy Scott Fitness Macros. We have a video, a blog. We have a podcast on here, probably about 20 episodes back, which I go into great detail on like the importance of macros and why you should track them and have an understanding of them. So that is there for you. So if you guys are already there and your goal is fat loss, right? So when's the best time to eat carbs, whether it be fat loss or muscle gain, this podcast can help you if you already have an understanding of where you're going. So if your goal is to gain muscle, you're at a calorie surplus. If your goal is to lose fat, you're at a calorie deficit. And with inside that calorie makeup, the macros, proteins, carbs, and fats are allotted properly. If you're not tracking them, I suggest doing like my fitness pal, which is probably the easiest. I don't care if you're old school and do pen and paper. But in our life, this is not just fitness, we schedule and track everything that's important to us. In our life, we schedule and track everything that's important to us. It's just the reality of it. So if you're trying to lose weight and really make changes, you have to be willing to track the macros or at least have an understanding of them until you have a system down which allows you to not track them. Because they get adults and here like, I don't want to track macros, it's so much work. It's a 5-10 to 10 minute investment a day to look and move and feel the way that you want. If you're not willing to do that, then you're one of the laziest humans I know and you're not willing to get the results. I know that hurts to hear it, but it's just the truth. Because we track everything else that matters. If your goal is to retire by the year 2030, but yet, you never look at your statements of how much money you have, what's coming in, what's going out. How do you know how aggressive to be with your funds? How do you know when to pull back, when to put in more? How do you know when to diversify? And how do you know if you're close to your retirement goal? You don't. It's the same thing with the macros and calories, you guys. In order to manipulate it and make changes, you have to understand where we're at. It's like you wouldn't drive around in your car with like – being able to see like the fucking gas gauge. How do you know if it's full or empty? You don't. Eventually, you run out of gas. It's just common sense. It's the same thing with here. You have to be able to have a gauge and to see where things are at. And so that's the number one thing. And now we can dig into kind of carbohydrate timing and meal timing and everything else. And I'm going to go through probably the three most popular really quick ones. I'll dig into the the science really fast. I'll, I'll give whatever analogy I can and hopefully they make sense to you guys. And uh, we'll go from there. So uh, f- kind of your carbohydrate timing in um, the food timing and the way that you eat, you guys the timing carbohydrates can be in a, an effective approach to, to losing fat if you're at a calorie deficit already. So by only eating your carbs at these certain times, you can essentially maximize your fat loss once you have everything else correct without having to reduce you know your overall food intake any more than you probably currently are doing. So why the timing of it works and why it matters. Simple science here. I'm going to go quick and uh, I'll give my analogies along the way. So Throughout the day, your body uh, and your muscles are more open to absorbing carbohydrates. It's just, it's a scientific fact. This is what it is. So there are certain times of day where your body and your muscles are, you know, more receptive to taking in carbohydrates. So during these times, the insulin sensitivity is typically uh, its highest, if you will, which means it'll take less insulin to store the glucose that is produced by your carbohydrates. You understand what I'm saying? So here's how this works, and here's how it helps you. When the insulin in your body is elevated, your body is less able to essentially mobilize these fatty acids. And so the insulin, in essence, takes the glucose in your bloodstream and shuttles it to the cells which require it. So think of it this way. The insulin is like a a train, right? And it's taking the glucose, the passengers, essentially – into the bloodstream, like, which is down the tracks, and it goes to the cells and the destinations and the towns that it has to go to. So hopefully my, hopefully my, train, my train analogy made sense for you guys. So in essence, if your muscles and your liver, you guys are already full of glycogen, you're not going to be able to store any additional glucose is what that means. So during the, the scenario I described with the train tracks, the insulin you know, takes this glucose and it, it turns it uh, you know, to fat. And stores it in places around the body so it can be used later. So what I'm saying is as as the insulin is shuttling the glucose down the tracks, it wants to make these deposits, right, um, along the way. But it can't because it's already full. Or the one I tell a lot of our clients is this. If you think of your body as like a pool of water, right, in your backyard. And the pool of water essentially is is your your muscles and the carbohydrates and everything that's and that pool is full of water completely. But you're filling the pool with more water, the water spilling over onto your yard, into your house. That's essentially what happens and it floods in and it causes a problem. That's essentially what happens in your body when the liver and the muscles are full of, of, of glycogen and carbohydrates are full. When we eat more carbohydrates and more comes in, it gets converted to fat if we're at a surplus. Meaning the spillover, instead of you know water going on our lawn in our house, the spillover is we get love handles and a bigger ass and a bigger everything, and it gives us this fluffy layer of fat in our body. Hopefully you're riding with me so far. If I take it a step further, that's I guess the biggest reason people assume they should just cut out all, all carbohydrates together and they'll be super lean and healthy and fit and they'll never gain weight anymore. I don't think that's completely true for the fact that carbohydrates are a factor. They are a macro that does influence your metabolism and, and how lean you are. But the overall calorie intake and the energy balance you have are the biggest things that determine your weight. And the example I would give is if you guys eat well, – let's say you go, I'm going to go keto, Jeremy, and I'm going to be shredded. And that's super cool. And I'm not saying that keto doesn't work. I'm not saying that carnivore diet doesn't work or a low-carb diet or – you know. Atkins kind of diets don't work, they do, but you can still eat 6,000 calories a day of proteins and fats and zero carbs in your diet and you can gain a shit ton of weight. I'll say it again, you can eat, let's say the number 6,000 calories per day of just proteins and fats and you can eat zero carbohydrates, you will still gain weight because you are not burning 6,000 calories per day. So hopefully that helps you guys. So I don't want to vilify carbohydrates as the enemy. Now, In full disclosure, our people here who tend to do the best, do better on a higher protein, higher fat diet, lower carbohydrate diet, but it does not mean devoid of all carbohydrates in general. Now, there's people who crush it doing zero carbs. That's cool. But if you're somebody out there who likes to eat pizza and sometimes have donuts or drink beers and shit, then that's probably not going to be for you. So this is why this is important for you to listen to. And timing those pizzas and cookies and cakes and donuts matters. Here's what we're talking about. So the real magic comes down to you guys understanding a, obviously the macronutrients, being at a calorie deficit, and then truly eating in a certain window. So your guys's question to me is, okay, Jeremy, I understand some of that, or maybe you don't. Either way, what's important to you is when you should eat the carbohydrates. If we're digging that deep into the rabbit hole, if you will. So if you guys limit your carbohydrates to these, I'll say you know two or three times, um, you're probably going to send find that your insulin sensitivity is at the highest, which will make your goal of you know losing fat a hell of a lot easier if you eat within these periods. So for you guys out there who are going to ingest a certain amount of carbohydrates, whether you have 100 to eat per day, 200 to eat today, or 300 to eat, whatever your macro allotment is, the number one best time I think for you guys to eat carbohydrates is probably the post-workout meal. I think in that kind of the time after you work out, you've essentially drained you know, the pool of some of the water, now we can fill that, you know, pool of water back up. So in that post-workout window is the time when your insulin sensitivity is actually, you know, kind of peaked. So where you go work out your muscles, you're training, pushing sleds, deadlifting, squatting, doing all the things you have to do, you're using essentially your glycogen, you know, to fuel the exercise. And so what we've done is as we've trained, we've kind of drained that, you know. So after the workout, your muscles can soak up the glycogen in through the blood and kind of fill back up what was lost because see after we train your muscles are you know kind of depleted or they're starved of this glucose and so that they're able to uptake the carbohydrates that you eat after you work out so when you go you train you're draining everything you go and you grab your you know sour patch kids or your apple or banana or whatever carbohydrate you choose to use and you eat and it gets converted into glycogen without a huge need for that insulin Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. So it doesn't need the essentially the the insulin to be rolling there with the train conductor going down the tracks. It just, boom, shovels it right into the bloodstream. Hopefully you're right with me so far. I know this can be confusing for some of you out there. So the number one most important time I think for you guys to eat carbohydrates if you're gonna go carb timing is the post-workout window. I think your body's gonna uptake them a lot better in that window as opposed to other windows. The other time I think is probably the best is the pre-workout window if you need it. Now, full disclaimer, I don't eat carbohydrates before I work out. I just go in and rip it and train. That works for me and my lifestyle and what I do. I'm not saying for you guys to not do it. But again, I'm also not like a marathon person. I'm not doing stuff for seven hours. And admittedly, if I am really dragging ass, you know, every once in a great while, I'll have something before I work out if I really need it. If I know it's, I'm tired, not from, you know, caffeine or from sleep, it's just from lack of, you know, calories and energy from food. And if I do eat and I I get a spark and I'm like, oh, I feel good. Now I know it was the food. So the second most important time for you guys to eat carbs would probably be the pre-workout meal if you need it, because most people, you know, don't really think of it, you know, in terms of that, but common sense will tell you this. That pre-workout time, that pre-workout meal is a great time to get in carbohydrates so you have extra energy for your workout. So I don't see it as a deterrent if you know, hey, I'm going to eat 30 carbohydrates before a workout, but I'm going to work out so much harder and have so much more energy and my workout's going to be so much better because I ate the carbs before it, then please do it. Because the way I look at it is this. If I know I'm dragging ass and I don't have it and I'm going to go in and train – but I'm just like a zombie. If I eat, you know, a half a cup of oatmeal and a banana or something, and I know that's going to make me train that much harder or a little bit longer, you play the risk reward game. The workout's way better. I'm going to end up burning way more and crushing way more and getting more quality work done because I had the food before. So again, second best time to eat carbohydrates would be in that pre-workout meal. And then for a lot of you, uh, depending on what you do, I guess, For some of you guys, probably the first meal of the day is also a time to get some decent carbohydrates in. Now, I'm not a huge breakfast fan. That's not me. But if you guys are on that schedule and scale, after a night of sleeping and essentially fasting because you're not eating unless you wake up and eat in the middle of the night, then you're crazy and you need different help. You've been fasting all evening, right? So your insulin sensitivity is probably higher than normal, especially, you know, first thing when you wake up, because your body's kind of been using the glucose in your blood and the glycogen stored to maintain your bodily functions as you sleep. So that's kind of why a nice thing, you know, we're burning stuff at rest. So it's always why we harp, you know, getting quality sleep, not just for the recovery part of it, but your body is actually, you know, using functions as you rest. So as you wake up, your body's, you know, glycogen stores are essentially lower You know, than average, resulting in a lower amount of insulin needed to store carbs that you're eating throughout the day. So, if you're a person who waits, you know, a while, uh, let's say you wake up and you don't train until, you know, maybe noon, and that was your first meal, your first meal and your pre workout meal might be the same. Or, in my case, for me, my first meal of the day is actually my post workout meal because I come from the intermittent fasting world and that's how I roll. So, the things that you guys care about are the takeaway from this podcast. If you're worried about, you know, meal timing or carbohydrate timing essentially the best times for you guys to probably do it are carbs post-workout only carbs pre-workout and post-workout only or if you're going to kind of mix up all three if you had a little bit of carbs in the morning had some carbs before you worked out and after you worked out that would probably be the best time for you guys to do it so depending on what you you know calorie intake is, your macro intake is, and the carbohydrate demand in your goals, and whether you've kind of exhausted all the avenues, that's how I would prioritize you guys eating carbohydrates. Now, on top of that, eating a majority of your carbohydrates during those times, I think, are going to elicit probably the best response for fat loss. And again, the rest of the meals throughout the day, if you guys eat more than three times, proteins, veggies, and fats like anything else, thing think is ideal. So by eating your carbs in those times, you can create a more I guess positive environment uh, for fat loss or a greater, you know, metabolic fat burning environment for, you know, what you want to get done and what you're to do without having to, you know, eat less food and you can actually utilize carbohydrates to your advantage as to have them working against you. So again, the takeaway for you guys, the best times for you to eat your carbs would be a after a crushing session. That's why we tend to have our, you know, cheat days and treat meals and things like that on heavier output days. So for me it's typically like Maybe a Saturday or a Sunday because I have a little bit more time to train and then get after it. Or if I know I have a you know heavy you know metcon session or a heavy lower body session because I typically tend to burn more calories in those, I'll have my you know pizzas or uh, donuts or ice creams and things like that on the days that I'm training more after I work out. Or if I know, and this is what I typically do, I typically tend to piggyback mine right. Since I don't eat breakfast and my my first meal of the day is actually my post-workout meal. They're all kind of married together. What I'll do is like on a Saturday, which is today, I'll train super hard after I get off this podcast. I'll eat something I like tonight. And then tomorrow, I'll fast and I'll train a little bit earlier in the day. For me, it's earlier for me. It's like 11 a.m. I'll train at 11 And I'll crush a workout because I have all this food from the night before, which A, I put in after I dream myself Saturday, and I can utilize what's left over on the Sunday and then crush it again. And then either I'll have maybe my second kind of treat or cheat meal on the Sunday, and then I'll kind of go back to my normal scheduled routine and I'll go from there. It's the same thing I do throughout the week because I try to have a majority – I only eat twice a day. So for me – it's typically post-workout, and then if I do have a second training session, it's after that. Otherwise, I'll do my post-workout meal with some carbs, and then I'll do a little bit you know, typically before I go to sleep with my second meal, which I have usually walk my dog or done some other form of physical activity. So hopefully that helps you guys. I know a lot of you have asked about it. So if you're already tracking macros, you're already at a calorie deficit, but you want to level things up a little bit and actually utilize your carbohydrates the best you can, or honestly, even if you guys don't track macros, but you just want to get the most out of your carbohydrates bang for your buck meaning you can eat as many as possible and you're going to burn what you can for actually fuel and not just store it as fat in your system number one most important time post-workout number two pre-workout number three in that first meal of the day if you guys are a person who kind of eat on that three meal pattern if you will so hopefully that helps not super sexy stuff to talk about but again providing you guys some value since you asked for it. If you guys want to hear anything else specific on the podcast and really dig into some of these like really minutiae details, I'm happy to do it. I just want you to always understand, don't get lost in the micro. Always focus on the macro things that are going to give you the most bang for your buck. And then once you've mastered those, drill down to these little facts like this here. So if you want to hear something, let me know. Request it, DM me. I'm happy to do it. If you guys dig this podcast and you're on iTunes, drop me a five-star, leave a comment. I'd love to see it and hear it. And if you think some of your friends can benefit from it, please share it with them. Uh, I truly do appreciate it. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy. Your life is too short and not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.